I'm Daniel. And this is not Pat. And we are Y2K Movies, a podcast about the films of the 21st century. And this week we have a double feature for you. And starting off, we are doing Meet the Parents. Coming out in 2000, directed by Jay Roach and written by Greg Guliana, uh, Mary Ruth Clark, and Jim Hersfield, who will return for the second film, Meet the Fockers. Um, this film kind of, you know, it, it centers around... Ben Stiller, Robert De Niro, and their uh, conflict between a son-in-law to a father-in-law. Son-in-law to be. It's yeah, a boyfriend at this point. Yeah. So, right, yeah, and meet He's the parents. He's just a boyfriend. Kind of meeting down. But this movie was, it was brought up from something, and I honestly don't know. But we decided to watch it. And I am so because happy that we did. Because it keeps showing on Netflix for some reason, like all of them. Oh, okay. And and, well, it's been a very long time <laughs> since I've seen this movie, but I remember it. Now, a lot of people... So, Jay Roach is actually a director that uh, you're relatively familiar with. Um, he directed, I want to say, all three Austin Powers, I think. Um, he directed Bombshell. He has been a Trumbo. Uh, I know he... Well, I know he produced it. I actually don't know if he directed it, but... Yeah, he, he directed a Trumbo as well. Uh, and the campaign, like, I mean, this guy has been everywhere. Dinner for Schmucks. He's been everywhere, and a lot of his comedies are kind of the same. But I'm not going to lie to you. Like, hey, if it ain't broke, dude, don't fix it. meet the parents, <laughs> meet the fuckers, all three fucking Austin Powers, um, Dinner for Schmucks, the campaign, this guy, Trumbo, bombshell this guy all the things you've already said twice <clears throat> i know but like so <laughs> i smoked a pretty fat one before this. anyways look bombshell was a that was a movie that i felt like got a lot of hype and it didn't do that great but it was okay i liked it but um <clears throat> i know we're about to get a little off topic here but he's You're directing about to get a little off topic awesome powers four there's fucking one in development right now well, we're definitely watching that. I am so fucking psyched. And then Margot Robbie's Ocean Eleven that's coming out. Oh, yeah. So he's doing those, which, so, guys, come on. Like, you should be excited that Jay Roach is here, and he's putting comedies that are actually funny on the market. I think the, the I guess, would you call this a trilogy? <laughs> yeah, there, there is a there third movie, but we haven't seen it. Uh, I've never watched the third one, but I would say that, it's very, it's funny because it's relatable and it's silly, classic, the jokes, like, I don't know. It's just a good, like, you could sit down and just watch this at any time and probably multiple times. It, it's it enjoyable. Is, it is pretty relatable. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, mean even, I, even there are extremes, like, <clears throat> obviously, Robert De Niro's- with the extremes, because like, everybody's family kind of has oh, extremes, Oh, everybody has right? some- Listen, like, I, I heard someone say this one time, and they were like, even if you meet your boyfriend or girlfriend's parents, and everything's all good, it said, wait a couple years, and the craziness, like, will come out, or someone will, like, the shit will hit the fan at some point. Right. And like it's you start you see people's true. Color. I mean, it really is. Like, think about it. If you meet like your parents, or so they meet your parents or whatever, everyone's putting on their a best show. show. You know, a show. You know, or at yeah. least you would hope that they I would still, be. I still am. I'm just joking. <laughs> what? I still but am with your parents. It's just funny. Uh, I would say I said that it's a great date flick. Like it just you could. Yeah, sit no, down it's and really watch. funny, and it kind of makes you even like. Uh, Watching it, and because in this relationship at this point, they've been together for 10 months. Yes, in the movie. not even a year yet. And 
you know, like in ten months, like you, you, yeah, you can have a good time. And they're both and in their around. early thirties, so and they like, both have <clears throat> you're not like prominent jobs, so they're yeah. But it's like you're not, you don't really know each other yet. So no, they I, definitely I, clearly I like, didn't. I like <laughs> I like that it, it brought up stuff, and then like we could look at each other and be like, oh, what was like you know if there's something that we missed. <laughs> No, we question, were laughing we at them knew because a lot of it. We were like, I can't stuff. believe. But yeah, <laughs> I'm like, like how was... have you been together ten months and you don't know this? <laughs> it's like if that's because we've been together for ten years. Almost ten just years. about. But like even at ten month mark, like we were still learning each other, and, and oh, absolutely, and like you know, so like, but, but yeah, to that level. Anyway, it, but it, it is good. They were at like, different parts of their lives also than where we were. Oh yeah, for sure. But the so, but I really liked it. This was a this was super funny. Robert De Niro played like this. He plays like the plays classic, Jack. like hard ass. But at the same time, is he's got a soft spot for his all his ladies. His well, girls. yeah. I yeah. mean, that's just the you know that's what I'm saying. Like he plays the classic hard ass dad mm-hmm. that's actually super sensitive. Okay, but he is doing too much. He's so <clears throat> extra. Like yeah. he is. Like it makes me feel so bad for Greg slash Gaylord. <laughs> yeah, Gaylord Fokker. So th- that's actually that is an interesting like name. Like we talk about that all the time. I mean, you actually asked me if I would change my name, and I said no. I don't think. I actually don't think Fokker's a bad name. I don't. No, but, but if for your me, name it was, was Gaylord, Gaylord. <laughs> and it's, it has nothing to do with I, that it's Gaylord because I said gay is a fun. Like I wouldn't care about being called gay, but like it's it's a Gaylord. Like there's something like it just doesn't roll off the tongue well. It doesn't sound good to me. But like no. you know, like so, like, he goes by Greg. I probably would have been the guy. I'd been like, just call me gay. <laughs> <laughs> Just you know? call me Lord. Yeah, or yeah, something <laughs> like that. But uh, I like. I just feel bad for him because he's like this pretty, like, decent dude. Kind of like in this underdog scenario. And, like, he just can't catch a break. And he's just trying, you know, he wants to propose to his girlfriend. And he just, he's going to meet the parents because it's the right thing to do. And just, like, this shit is going crazy for him. He literally, from the minute he gets on the plane... To before. Oh, even before, like for the proposal. Yeah, yeah everything. Everything. everything is twisted and turning for him and he just can't. And you just feel bad for him, but you love it. it. Like to me, like Jack, Robert De Niro's character, like I hated him so much. But like you love him, but you hate him. Like that's how I felt. Like he just made me want to wring his neck. I'm like, can you just like quit doing all this stuff and let this man like <laughs> date your daughter? But I guess that I'm not a dad and I... Don't understand that. So right, uh, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. He's, I, I he's can see crazy. where he's, he's crazy. Well, he's probably overbearing because he wasn't home. No, that's true, and he was in the CIA. Right. So like he, so he's Jack sick. is is on the in the CIA. He's retired though. He's a retiree, and but he leads everyone to believe his cover story was that he was an exotic florist. It, man, he, he doesn't, doesn't know, know shit, shit about flowers, which is also funny because you would think you would be you would, you would think, think you would be, that he. Which right. is probably one of the only like kind of like mess ups in is continuity, right? Like, yeah, like, like you would think you that have he would a good know cover story, and you would know your shit about flowers. I feel like if I was a part of that agency, yeah. whatever my court, my cover story is, I'm gonna know right. a good bit of it. You're a farmer. You you're gonna have a real farm <laughs> or something. Yeah, like I'm like, gonna know a little <laughs> bit. I'm gonna know a little bit more. Where like if what? somebody calls, you know, like right. like I, f- it's almost like a like bird washing. Yeah, at least you know five or. 10 birds right I, so that you can be like oh yeah that's that that's that, that if not you're just it. fucking looking at birds 
Which I do. That's what I like to do. I just like to look at them. Okay. I don't. I don't need to know their names. No. I, I know Blue Jays. I know Cardinals. That one's red. That one's brown. <laughs> I know the basics, so I can get away with it. But yeah, no, you're right. Like, but but that's part of the joke. Like, it's funny, and that's how he. That's why Ben Stiller's character starts. Like, okay, what's going on with this dude? Like, they both are kind of out to get to each other in different ways. Like in the beginning, Greg really wants. You know, to put on a nice show for he's, the he, parents, but he's just getting dealt a bad hand every which way he goes, and then he starts to realize that, like, oh, my girlfriend's dad is kind of crazy, and he's literally out to get me, <laughs> like, <laughs> so you know, and it's just the the comedy and all the shenanigans that's going on elsewhere because the whole reason they're meeting the parents is because Pam, the girlfriend's sister, is getting married. And so there's a wedding simultaneously trying to be happening. <laughs> and there's a... And he just keeps getting fucked up. Yeah. Like he keeps fucking shit up burns, the whole time. Burns the yard. Down. There are so many different things that he does. And, and it and could have all been prevented if they all were just honest with each other. But the other thing is, is even if he was lying, like let's go ahead and just say like he's doing all the silly stuff and, and going behind people's back and trying to like just be this better person. Um... I feel like a lot of it would it was easy to hide, and he just couldn't do it. Yeah. And you and, and like, I like every interrogation that happened, even with the like the second movie. It was always about something else, but it was pretty relatable to what What's was going on. Happening. So Ben Stiller, like uh, Greg, was always like, Freaking "Fuck, out. he knows." Yeah. But he never knew anything. So I read that. Um, Jay Roach wanted it, the entire movie to feel like an anxiety dream for Greg. Like that's what he wanted it to be like. And I feel like they did, did good. Yeah, no, yeah. it definitely. I also is. read that they put Ben Stiller in costumes and clothing that he did not like and did not want to wear. So his character was also he was really uncomfortable as well. Right. Like his character always had that uncomfortable like Tick. vibe like he to is, him, man. and he like is. that he played it very well. Ben Even, Stiller um, did really good. In Robert this. De Niro and Ben tried to like stay away from each other as most as they could, like offset, so they could keep that like you know tension. intensity. You yeah. know, in the lighthouse, uh, oh, the lighthouse. Yeah, Willem Dafoe and yeah. Robert Pattinson did that. Did they? They did so not talk, be? except in the movie. Like while they were doing their lines, right? They did not practice with each other. They didn't do anything. They didn't know each other, and Willem. They both kind of came on. They're both like that's an intense movie, right? But they're both. <laughs> Uh, they both like are, um, what's it called? Like when they character actor, like where they go into method, method, method actors acting. in a sense. Yeah. And both of them went in as their character. So Willem yeah. went in already fucking intense as shit <laughs> and they would do shit to each other to piss each other off. So they were actually mad and like the fighting scene and like all this other stuff, like the tension was real. They said, even the scenes that made you were like, Oh, we're thinking of kiss. Like that was like, <laughs> A lot of that was just like that's how I think the light. I think that's why I love the lighthouse so much because it was crazy. Just like just it was crazy. like that, but I like that because you could see Robert De Niro and Ben Stiller kind of like you see that there's tension there, and I feel like mm-hmm. they did a good job with it. And Robert, yeah. it's nice seeing Robert De Niro play stuff like this too because he is you know he can do anything right. Like he can do Taxi Driver to meet the oh, Fockers. I uh, I read something that I thought you'd appreciate about this movie he he makes a there's a line when he meets um when the guys meet when uh, greg and jack meet and jack says something about and you'll have to correct me because i 
can't remember, but he, uh, he, he makes like a, a comment about like being held in a prison or in war or whatever. And it's like supposed to be like deer hunter, like from his role in deer hunter, because he oh. actually was in, in deer I, hunter. His yeah, yeah, character yeah. was in a yeah POW camp. Yeah. But I don't know like where. Vietnam. Vietnam, Vietnamese. Okay, cool. So, like in in Meet the Parents, he says, "That's what nine nine months in a Vietnamese prison will do to you," or something like that. And it's like supposed to be a like a shout out to huh. Deer Hunter. And I thought you'd like that. No, because <laughs> so is that a shout out to Deer Hunter, or is that a connecting point now to Deer Hunter? Oh, okay, so because like, you know me and the Deer Blue Hunters. Room guys, <laughs> me and the Blue Room guys, we just watched Deer Hunter a couple weeks ago. Remember? Yeah, you did. I know. Yeah, because so I got fresh it on for you. Is mine 4K? No, I got it on Blu-ray, I think. Anyways, the... Okay, so Meryl, Meryl Streep is in it. Meryl Streep, yeah. And she's like that blonde girl. So, like, the, that I was going to say is the uh, the actress that is in this movie that plays Jack's wife. Um, I wanted to say Roz, but that's that's Fokker. It, Dina is Dina. the wife. So, Dina... Um, Blythe Danner. Okay, who also plays in Paul, for everybody out there. Um, she is like, she kind of looks like that in a sense. And the her blonde? daughter and the daughter. Yeah. But the daughter looks kind of like Meryl Streep in Red Dawn okay. or not Red Dawn. And, and, and yeah. Deer Hunter. And Deer Hunter. Sorry. I watched Red, the, the original Red Dawn the other day too. <laughs> so that's just funny. But no, that is funny because what if that does tie it in? That'd be really interesting, right? I, I guess I'd have to have seen Deer Hunter. Holy shit. See, I just knew that you'd. You'd like it. <laughs> Meet the Parents. Yeah. It's technically a sequel. So at the 51 minutes mark, Jack's he's talking about the circle of trust. That's what 19 months 19 in a Vietnamese months. prison made him a patient man. It's a reference to the deer hunter. Okay. So. Okay. So, damn, 19 months. He didn't long. spend that much. No, I don't know like, how much. Just, I actually don't know how much time he spent in there, but like, I mean, he gets out of it. It's just he breaks part out. Of the joke slash Christopher Walken. But yeah, I just thought that was funny. No, that is funny because I like to think now that this is the sequel to that. <laughs> so and that is, means no. that means when he got out and everything that he went into the CIA so he couldn't. Right. Hmm. Maybe that's no, I so. like that. I like that. And he moved to Chicago, and originally he was, I think they were in, like, Pennsylvania. It was also De Niro's idea to use the lie detector. That wasn't in the script, uh, the lie detector thing. They just, that's cool. Also, one person we didn't mention was Owen Wilson, really. Owen oh, Wilson shows little, up in every He has little cameos, film. like, and he, his character is just... <laughs> so his, his character is pretty funny. Um, he is, like, the easygoing... Ex-fiance. Uh, lover. And like, yeah. and like, he can't do any wrong. Like the parents love him. Yeah, they like love him, but they only love him because, like, Pam and him broke up, like which was talked about. Because mm-hmm. Robert De Niro, I guess, just couldn't do it. But you know, that's just the way it goes. But it does work out in the end, you know, yep, for for, for it, which is always fun. Um, and it gets a little awkward because you end up realizing that. Well, it doesn't get awkward for like us, but like for them, it continues to get awkward. Um, and it, it goes downhill. Like, honestly, this movie could have gone two ways, and I'd, I think I'd have been happy with both if it would have ended bad for Ben. Like, right. he literally, because yeah. he was kicked out of the house and stuff. Yeah. But, like, no, um, but it had to have that yeah, romance. But, so, <laughs> uh, 
Jack and Greg kind of somewhat make up at the end, and, and yeah, Jack asks Greg to marry his daughter. Yeah, he proposes to be his daughter to be proposed to. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. no, it, which it was, was a big good, step. It was a funny, good little flick. Like you know, would watch it again, throw it on just for funsies. Yeah, like I said, it's been it's been a minute since I like everybody. Like when you think of De Niro. You really don't think of his comedy stuff, but man, this was good and this was funny and, and it shows you what he can do. And you know what? I'll still say it today. I think De Niro is still, he's one of the best. Like, I, I think De Niro is one of the best actors. I may not agree with him with, with what he says out in public and his politics, but like, I don't know. He's a good actor. He's a hell of an actor and he's definitely one of the best to me. Um I'm not even sure what my favorite movie of Robert De Niro's would be. <laughs> I really don't. He does a lot of stuff with Scorsese. I like. I really like the movie Heat. Him and Al Pacino have this really great connection. I like. I really liked Heat. So. I don't know. I really don't. Well, you can mull it over while we talk about the next flick. Yeah, I mean <laughs> it's true. Um, Meet the Fockers, though. Sequel. Which is a sequel to it. Came out four years later in 2004. Um, also directed by Jay Roach, which we already said. And I also said that Jim Hersfield came back to be the writer. Uh, you also had Mark Hyman and John Hamburg. And yeah, still basically the same cast came back other than the extended family. And we get... Uh, we get some additional We cast, get though. now the Fokker side of the family... <laughs> and you get Barbara Streisand, and you get Dustin Hoffman, yep. and this, again, like this, so, Barbara Streisand just released a book, uh, like a month or two ago, and I have the book on audio because there's no way I'm gonna sit down and read this thing because mm-hmm. um, it's just so damn much. But we, they did that. Uh, this movie is the whole reason why I wanted to read her book was because like one. She's super... I think Barbra Streisand's funny. Uh, I also think she does really good with delivering lines and stuff. Right. But also, I just know that she's been in fucking Hollywood forever. And she's going to know all the juicy shit. And she do know some juicy shit. She do. So, I got her book. But yeah, she she plays <laughs> the mom. Uh, she plays uh, Roz. Rosalind uh, Fokker. And then Dustin Hoffman plays Bernie Fokker. And Dustin's really good in this, too. Again, I like I like Dustin he was Hoffman. Funny. He, was like uh, he was, like, really there. sincere and stuff. No, and like, he was. <clears throat> and he kind of reminded me, in a sense, not, like, the hippiness part, but, like, the love part and the joking around part, kind of like of your dad. But, like, not the hippie not side the, of yeah. stuff. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, like the... Just kind of, like, fun-loving type of... Kind of right, laid right, back. Right. He had that... Because, you know... Jack is uptight and very by the book and you know, like I, I put like you're uptight and traditional right. parents are meeting your free spirit and loose liberal parents. Like that's and it makes for a good laugh because it's yeah. two different types of family because this is what it is. Like not everybody's the same. And when people you marry each other's family, like that's what's happening. I kinda I, like, I still want like in real life, I want Barbara Streisand and I want Dustin Hoffman. I want them to be in real life this way. I don't think either one is. I don't. But like, um, damn, that would be so cool. Barbara actually really enjoyed doing this film because it was one of her first films that she was not, she was just an actress. She didn't do any of the other like producing. Right. Like she, she was like, it was just fun to do. And she hadn't been on the scene for a little bit. I don't know what she had done right. previously. I'd have to look at dates. But 
which is cool, you know. Sometimes you just want one of those, like, just to have fun with it. Right. And why would these types of movies are fun? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, this was another good one. Another good, like, there was, you know, sometimes we sleep on those late 90s and early 2000 comedies. Because the, when we think I, of, I like, think 21st century ones. comedies from 2000 and up, you know, everybody thinks of super bad. We think of uh, super troopers. We get so, knocked up. A lot of Seth Rogen stuff. Right. A lot of, which, which isn't bad. The like, it's good shit. change a little bit like the ones you just listed like if you compare a lot of the things like from the early 2000s they're a little bit more yeah there might be some like adult content but they're usually pretty wholesome and like it's relatable and it's funny and you know it's like warm fuzzy funny and i mean it can be stupid funny too but then a lot of the other ones that you just mentioned like i don't know like we kind of got away from that and it's just like nasty like gags and like i don't know like that's just what i noticed about like just how comedy everything's fart jokes now but not even i mean like like super sexual jokes and then like i don't know like you know and there were some i don't know i just sing like meet the fuckers and then I mean, it was cool a little bit more taste i mean they had i okay i did i say that i didn't care no, about I was just dick saying, jokes I was just i'm like making a comparison it's not about bad or good i am t- making a comparison so these yes they had some light sexual innuendos and some drug you know like jokes but like for the most part it was just like good natured it was just funny this you know was I mean? a this could be a family comedy yeah but, uh, but the you way get that the I, comparison right. that i am making yeah but the way that i take it i mean like yeah but sex and drugs have been in all the comedies okay that's what i'm trying to say just forget it so like it's dick good. jokes are in there forever everybody else understands oh that's just me yeah how do i not understand <laughs> continue on i'm just saying no. so like yes this is a good family comedy and uh, i'm telling you that i enjoy comedies more probably from like the 2000s that I do to like not that comedies that are coming out like now and stuff aren't good okay well the ones that it are depends. coming out now aren't good because they're not being uh racy anymore they're not being like <laughs> well they're too safe now <laughs> yeah I mean they are I mean like comedy was always about pushing boundaries and you know like making fun of the uncomfortable and now it's like everything is so uncomfortable that nobody touches it that's why i think when barbie came out like barbie was funny because they did touch those things that were kind of uncomfortable and it was smart and it was i know you didn't really like it but like to me me, it was like it was another it was highbrow other than fucking uh uh, ryan gosling stuff but that's fine it wasn't supposed to be highbrow (laughs) for him he's a kin we're all i'm a kin He, he was funny but, like, for Barbie, like, Margot Robbie, like, all of her lines were pretty, like, they were smart, they were funny, they, she nailed them. Right. I think the writing of that was really good. But, like, but I mean, like, like, Austin Powers, like, think about the new Austin Powers 4 that's coming out. How are they going to switch this up? Because, honestly, like, Mike Myers, he, his last thing, the Panteverit or whatever, the thing on Netflix that I watched, like, a year or two ago, um... That was really fucking funny. And they said some shit that isn't as okay today in PC right. to say. And like I I my comedy I I like raunchy comedies. So right. like I like it when they're dirty. I like it when they're silly. I like clean comedies too, but like clean comedies they're they're not they're not edgy enough. They're not <laughs> and, like I mean they don't like And that's why it's teach your own. Yeah, I know. Like and I think that's like. why like with comedies though, like I want them to explore the First Amendment. I want them to go after shit. Say shit that's funny. We all know funny. You know? I Like, everybody watches fucking stand-up. So, I mean... But, like, you know... 
people watch some stand-up that is super clean. I mean, you can have funny clean. Like, what was the country stand-up that uh, they got really big with Larry the Cable Guy? Was it, what, what is that fucking called? I cannot remember. Here's your sign. That's that guy. Was, no, that's well, Jeff that's Foxworthy. Jeff Foxworthy. Right, but that group. What was? It? Do you remember what it was called? I have like, no idea. Is it the Blue Collar Comedy Tour or no something? Idea. Okay, either way, that's like clean. Like they didn't cuss it. or anything. And then... Just a bunch of hillbillies making jokes. Yeah. And then you got... <laughs> but then I'm over... See, me, when it comes to stand-up, I like... Modern stand-up, I like uh, Dave Chappelle. That's my guy. I really like Dave. Mm-hmm. He's a funny guy. But yeah, yeah. I think that... Um, yeah, I think this was this is definitely a strong family comedy. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, but, um, it was enjoyable. Yeah, so Ben Stiller, you know, meet the fuckers. They're they're getting married. Pam and Greg are getting married, mm-hmm. and they come together. They they go from Chicago down to Florida because that's where the fuckers are. And I, the first, if we're gonna compare this to uh, Meet the Parents, I actually think Meet the Parents is a more solid film. Oh yeah, no, the first one's better. But Meet the Fockers to me is is it's it's more funny. Like it is. It is a more comical movie to me. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff happening. It, Just same like, like the first, like a lot of shenanigans, and <laughs> it's like I said, it's Barbra Streisand and Dustin Hoffman. Right. Like they are so fucking good in that in this role that it. It, it just, well I just it. laughed the whole fucking and time. Everyone's chemistry too, and oh, even it was like good. the tension, everything. It was good. It was good. Um, <coughs> both uh, <coughs> James Brolin and Robin Williams both turned on the part to be Bernie, but Robin Williams turned it down because he wanted his friend Dustin Hoffman. Oh, it. okay, I gotcha. Mm-hmm. Who was the other guy? You said Robin Williams and who? James Brolin. Okay, I could. Mm-hmm. But I think they went a good way. I don't it. think James Brolin would have been good. Robin Williams would have been great. Yeah, <laughs> he's a funny dude. And he would have been just as I like Dustin. Like I'm not saying either one would have been better. Like I right. think that we got it good. Right. Um, me personally, I would have loved to see Robin Williams in because I'm a I we like Robin. Robin. Williams. Who doesn't? So um, d- now when ye- we were watching this, I actually said a comparison that I really felt like this was a lot like Wedding Crashers, which came out in 2005, and I you mean said by that like they, like Wedding Crashers. <laughs> And, uh, like, it reminds me of both Meet the Parents parents and Meet the Fockers. Well, I mean, Meet the Fockers is going to remind you of it because it's Meet the Parents, but again. I mean, not all sequels have to, you know, like, go into it. Well, they follow a trend here. It's like... Right. I mean, think about it, like, the uncomfortable dinner scene (sighs) happens in both movies. The sport, like, the, the, uh, button heads with the, um, like, playing the sport. Oh, right, like, like football, football uh, and the, footy ball. And the they call it footy ball. Water volleyball. You know, like, all just that they, you know, these yeah. family gathering moments in both movies. Same but different. But it's the same. Same but diff-diff. Yeah, you were going to say it. That's why I did Same didn't. but diff-diff. That happened. No, you too good. but diff-diff. <laughs> um, speaking of also Wedding Crashers, apparently there is a Wedding Crashers 2 coming out. So there you guys go for that one if you're a Wedding Crasher fan. Which Wedding Crashers like, is also a funny-ass movie. You gotta, well, Maybe somebody like, probably crashes their wedding, which would be great. God, that's <laughs> that would be funny. pretty Right, see? That's what I'm saying. It would be funny. Um, 
But yeah, there was a lot of similarities to me in this. But yeah, I mean, but it, it, could, it could also it could also could be that two thousand to two thousand like five or six kind of era of comedies and how it was. Right. So, uh, I like the fact that. <laughs> so, that do we say the MPAA? <laughs> I just say the MPAA. No, yeah, MPAA. <laughs> but they wouldn't let the word "fuckers" be on the posters or in the main title until. Or unless that they could prove that there was like people with the real last name Fockers yeah, or Fokker. There's so which much apparently like they did because <laughs> censorship, man. That's just crazy. Like, like I want, not... but could you imagine? Okay, so think like think you're your... making a movie though. Like you're making a movie and you have to market it, right? Mm-hmm. What is going to put asses in the seat? Go ahead, put Fockers on it. Especially because if they saw the first one, they're going to be like, "Holy shit!" They're put because like we get the. We get the the references. We understand right. the jokes, and they really use Fokker a lot as the back end of jokes. Like oh, you, you've been there's Fockered a lot of or like shit like that. We've been Fockerized. Yeah, like shit like that. So I think, and it's and this happens with and they really a lot do of it movies. On the puns. Yeah, but they. <laughs> I think that that's a thing that happens a lot in movies. Um, it, it's so there's so much censorship. Like Meet the Fockers, I guarantee you. Uh, like the trailer for it probably did not air until probably after 8 p.m. on oh. TV. Because, I mean, that's like how it, it right, goes, right. right? Because it says fuckers in it. That's not even... So, like, I mean, it's stupid, but it, it is, is stupid, a thing. It is stupid, but yeah. I mean, like, look, like, the MP AA or AA, whatever it is, they wouldn't let the word fucker be on the poster, which right, means the meet. poster could not be Meet the, meet the Fockers, fuckers. Right. unless they proved that somebody had that name. <laughs> they did it. Which I would have just changed my name if I was somebody <laughs> on the fucking team, but or like I was a friend to them or something. Right. But like that's one of those things that you just like, kind of like that's so fucking stupid. That is stupid. It's happened to a lot of like directors that I like, and I listen to them talk about getting certain things movies made, and they're like, "Yeah, we couldn't market it this way," which really sucked because we know that would have put money down. But censored, yeah. right, right, right. But there was a, the, I, I liked the different storylines that were going on this because they were able to take a lot of the same storylines, story arcs from the first one mm-hmm. and continue it in the second one. I liked it. I liked all the things that uh, Jack was questioning Greg over. We had a great, uh, we literally had almost any, any male out there that had a nanny that was attractive. Um, we, you know, we had that on the on the table there was there was some pretty interesting stuff going on and we even got um ray santiago from uh ash versus the evil dead who plays pablo he was jorge in this and they did such a good job making, making him, him look, look like, like ben stiller yeah that was so to great do, like his hair like the same yeah. way <laughs> but uh it was really funny because also like you know there was so ben left well, Greg left like Florida and he hasn't seen people and like there was a lot of things. There's always things just weighing against him and that are like just not in his favor all the time, all the time. But everything. But the thing is, is it's always fake. And then he makes it worse or makes it look he just accepts it. It's like he accepts mm-hmm. the things that he doesn't even know as his own truths, which are kind of funny. So and we even got the little uh, truth serum in there. I don't like fun. that at all. <laughs> but I really liked Meet the Fockers. And like I said, I thought that the sequel was pretty good. It um, was. It, it. They did a good job. They kept it funny. It didn't lose, I don't think, any of the 
comedic aspects. If anything, like you said, it was even funnier. There was just so much chaos and like, that's how it was in the first one, but it was like times two and getting two kind of eccentric, crazy families together. It was a good time. I also, <laughs> little Jack, the baby, when he repeats, uh, Greg saying asshole, uh, the, the actual actor, the, the kid says asshole nine times. And it's the most said like bad word from a minor in a DreamWorks film. <laughs> nine hmm. times. He says. Yeah. DreamWorks. Is it? DreamWorks. Did they, um, that's the one with the, uh, the boy in the moon, right? Yeah, the okay. Boy on the moon okay. Fishing. So DreamWorks is still, and like, that's not, is that, oh, is that one by Disney now? DreamWorks? I have no idea. Was DreamWorks a Fox Studios company? That's your alley, not mine. Yeah. That might be owned by Disney now. So let me see. But, um, yeah, uh, Randy Newman, he wrote this song for, uh, for yeah, both the movies, right? Yeah. Possibly Little Fockers, too. Apparently, apparently Universal and NBC, Comcast, all that. Oh, I didn't know that. I actually had no idea. That's Steven Spielberg's company. DreamWorks is a, is was founded by him. And Jeffrey Katzenberg and, and David Geffen. I actually, I really had no idea. But I, I could have sworn. Yeah, because I, I really thought that... Uh, I thought I heard that Disney owned Shrek now. I have no idea. So like, oh wait, Dreamers at the bottom. No, that's not it. Um, I have no idea. I really don't. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, it's not on Disney Plus. That is true. And Disney Plus is putting like all their stuff out there now. So I guess. All this. Universal, NBC. No. Oh, okay. What? Hold on. It's a subsidiary of Universal Pictures. Okay. So, you, I think... So, Universal, that's HBO, right? Is it Viacom or Comcast? Now, honestly, man, it's so hard. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I can never remember... It doesn't matter. <laughs> I can never fucking remember what, like, all these companies own. Honestly, BlackRock just owns all of them. <laughs> Get a little con- conspiratorial there. Uh, but, yeah. Anyway... To wrap up, you know, meet the fuckers. Meet the fuckers. It's also an enjoyable time. It's funny, you know, and it, it does have a good, you know, feel good ending. You know, we can all be friends. Yeah, it's another. It's a, end, yeah, you know? it's another one where it still takes work. Um, we're gonna meet or we're gonna watch, uh, little fuckers. Little fuckers pretty soon, and you guys will get that in a couple weeks or so. <laughs> you know, we'll finish it out, and then and then we can do. I'm so excited because that means we get to do, I think, two Austin Powers because we can do the 2000, the new one that's going to come out four and then we can do Goldmember because I'm pretty sure that came out in 2002. So that'll be exciting. That's the one that he was working on. Yeah. So Jay Roach was working on that between between these two films. And that's why it took like four years to make. But that's uh, that happens all the time. That's okay. Yeah, worth I mean, the way. it happens. Yeah, it was worth the wait, and I can't. We can't speak on the the last one, but we're pretty sure, sure it's it'll, enjoyable. As yeah, well. we're pretty sure it's gonna be good. Like, I don't see why it wouldn't. And it, it <laughs> seems like it has Owen Wilson back in. It seems like it has everybody that has good chemistry. Yeah. you know, Ben Stiller, he does kind of like what Adam Sandler does. I like it. He's funny. <laughs> What's like, your favorite Ben Stiller fi- film? I don't know. 
My favorite Ben Stiller film is probably Tropic Thunder, but my favorite Ben Stiller role okay, is I think the 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 nurse at like or the, the the I don't know what to call him a nurse or whatever in uh, Happy Gilmore. And he's taking care of the grandma at <laughs> yeah, the nursing yeah, home. Yeah, I know what you're talking and go, about. And she's like, I need a, a warm glass of milk. And he's just like, hey, you have, or like, I don't know. He, he was saying stuff, but I was like the, uh, she she was like, but I'm not tired. And he goes, you will go to sleep or I will put you to sleep. <laughs> he's just, <laughs> like, I just like his. I, was like, I like his like fucking mustache comedic, in it. I don't know. He's like, he's like that awkward kind of funny. Like, the Tropic Thunder was so good. Yeah, and he directed that. like your up your alley too. Yeah, but I mean it had it it had him in it, Robert Downey Jr., Jack Black. I mean it had like Jack everybody. Funny. In it. it was I so good. Enjoy his stuff. Tom too. Cruise. Uh who cares about Tom Cruise? Fucking Matthew McConaughey. Some other people. That's really funny. You know, Ben Stiller was even the voice for um in Madagascar the lion too. Yeah, I, I never about cared about, about Madagascar. No, I'm just saying like he's done a lot. Yeah, I mean of, like stuff that you don't like I remember Tower Heist when that came out. I thought that was funny as heck. Oh yeah, I remember when that came out. That. Yeah, I didn't think that was that good though. I know, you don't ever think it Night at the Museum, there's so many people in that. Speaking of which, Owen Wilson. And Robin Williams. <laughs> and Robin Williams. I, I don't know. I have a soft spot for the, the like at least the first night at the museum. I've always liked that movie. It's sweet little, you know. Yeah, Night at the Museum was fine with me. I liked it more for... I really just wanted Robin... Like, I just take Robin Williams. Alan Alda and Casey Affleck are both in Tower Heist. Huh? Oh, Casey? Yeah. Yeah. Who did you say? Alan Alda? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I just didn't... Like, there was just something about it. (laughs) Wait, isn't Alan Alda also in... No, he's not in Night at the Museum, is he? What about The Watch? Okay, The Watch is good with Vince Vaughn, him, and Jonah Hill. No, that one's fucking hilarious because the orgy party next door and the British guy is like the alien and he's just really like curious about the orgy next door. He's just like, I kind of like this whole humanity thing going on. He's like, I don't really want to kill anybody. So I don't know. That shit's funny. Animated ones that has Ben Stiller in it would be Megamind, even though. Even though that's a Will Ferrell. It's Will Ferrell, Jonah Hill, Brad Pitt, Tina Fey. All of them are in it. Yeah. Um, David Cross, Ben Stiller. All of them. But it's like, oh, gosh. Yeah, that's I don't know. Like ben my, Stiller's that's... funny. He's a good at writing and he's good at directing. Um, oh, wait. I don't know. Secret Life of Walter Mitty yeah, was actually that, really fucking good. I actually never He He it. directs that, too. I never watched it. No, a that's a really good movie, actually. Good for you, Ben Stiller. Good for you. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I don't know if he's still really, uh, married to the chick that was in Dodgeball that gets with Vince Vaughn, but that's his. that was his wife. All I know is that... So good for you, Ben. In the first Meet the Parents in that movie, during the filming, he flew like away from set to propose to his wife. Oh, well, that was nice. And then come back. Okay. <laughs> but I don't nice. know if he's... Still, I don't know. I don't know. There's, you know, it usually doesn't really last in Hollywood, but it is what it is. You got any last uh, thoughts? Any final remarks? Nah. All right, guys. Well, get fucked. <laughs>